They, it's like they're trying to break our heads now. It's time to blast off for Dreamland. Dystopia Now is an adult podcast for those aged 25 years and older. Scientists and doctors say this is the age that your frontal cortex is finally fully formed. Supposedly, this is the age that your brain is finished cooking. This is a comedy editorial podcast. No one is accused of anything, and none of this is real. So close your eyes and go back to dreamland. This is all a work of fiction, fantasy, and entertainment. Enjoy. All the things that we like and hate and fear, they're all there on the Internet. They're a projection of our limbic system. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies. We're going to keep pushing back the frontier of space and keep opening new doors of discovery, opportunity, and progress. The stories won't be science fiction. The United States government has issued a civil warning for all citizens of the United States. This is not a drill, and this is not a test. Okay, I will destroy you. Welcome back to Dystopia Now. My name is Maverick Matthews, and with us today, as usual, is our senior field correspondent, Nick Hinton. Nick, what do you have for us today? Oh, I got a lot of great news today, Tony. (laughs) Such as? (laughs) (laughs) This episode brought to you in part by Totally Normal Guy. He's regular. He's cool. His physique isn't even that muscular. Totally normal guy is what every man used to be in the 1970s. He's got a little belly paunch. No tattoos whatsoever. Sometimes he even comes with glasses. Totally normal guy. One third of all totally normal guys are losing their hair. Totally normal guy with a reasonably inexpensive car. Get him now at a retailer near you. Hey, Tony, I'm back. Hey, Tony, I'm back. Um, So today in the news, Fox, coming out of good old Fox, we got British researchers find fossils showing Loch Ness Monster-type creature is plausible. Shut the front door. Where'd they find those? Uh, So it says the discovery of new fossils is leading British scientists to conclude that the past existence of a Loch Ness Monster was plausible. The development came when a group of researchers found the remains of a small, long-necked marine reptile known as a plesiosaur in a 100-million-year-old river in the Sahara Desert. Believers in the Loch Ness Monster have long believed that the lake-dwelling creature could be a prehistoric reptile similar to the plesiosaur, but critics have maintained that the monster could not live in fresh water. So, I guess what they're saying is They that found one in fresh water, I guess. The discovery published in the journal Cretaceous Research compares the creatures to river dolphins and the fossils found include bones and teeth from 10 foot long adults you know it's funny I, I masturbate to Cretaceous research all the time it's my favorite <laughs> magazine Tony great stuff thanks Tone what a fascinating report even more fascinating Tony coming out of Forbes just a few days ago Earth is suddenly spinning faster why our planet just recorded its shortest day since records began Wow, I bet that was like less than a second faster, wasn't it? And they wrote a whole fucking article on it. It was just about one second. God bless! 
All right. You, well, you don't feel uh, time speeding up at all. I, whoa, 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 whoa. Not really. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You barely. Jeez. All right. Let's let's get back to the news. You'll like this one, Tony. This is great news. The UN declares war on dangerous conspiracy theories. The world is not secretly manipulated by global elite. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I That is, <laughs> hold on. The UN basically, in other words, admitted that they are global elites. Yes. They're like, don't look behind this curtain. Whatever you do, you're the problem. Like, even Joe Rogan nowadays has his talking points about conspiracies. He goes to the Gulf of Tonkin. He talks about... Uh, Operation Northwoods. I mean, like, everyone knows conspiracies are real. In fact, you and I are having a conspiracy right now. Any two people that share information without letting everybody else know is by definition a conspiracy. So we're breaking this conspiracy right now. This is Dystopia Now. Well, you know, Tony, that's a really good point. But I think we should hashtag think before sharing this podcast. The UN wants you to know that events are not secretly manipulated behind the scenes by powerful forces with negative intent. And if you encounter anybody who thinks the global elite are conspiring to consolidate power and dictate global events, you must take action. What the fuck? Take what kind of action? Turn them in? This is fucking 1984 shit. No, this is for our own safety, Tony. What don't you get? No, what what action do they want us to take? Duct tape their mouth? I think they just want us to use this hashtag, you know, kind of like how people were throwing the Ukraine flag up in their in their bio. You Jesus know. Christ. But, All right. Um, All right. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Uh, the Borgias were fake. The Medici are fake. The, the You know, the Rothschilds are fake. Uh, you know, all, you know, Rockefeller medicine's fake. Uh, Big Pharma doesn't really control 75% of the world's commercial or the American commercials. What's that? So the article goes on to say, if you are certain you have encountered a conspiracy theory on the internet, then you must react immediately. Post a relevant link to a fact-checking website in the comments. Fact-checking. So this brings up a great point. Fact-checking websites are one of the biggest problems in my opinion, that exists. Because you shouldn't be asking other people to check your facts. You should be checking them yourself. And if you think someone else can be trusted to do that for you, you should follow the money. In fact, one of our sponsors here would like to teach you a lesson. This episode brought to you in part by dopes.com. Log on to youradope.com and stop thinking you tired of having to look at facts and figures all day? Using your infantile, pathetic little brain? Well, stop using it completely. Just log on to youradope.com and you don't even have to think ever again. Do you have a question about whether or not you should breathe? Log on to dopes. Do you think you should get to stop drinking water because it doesn't taste really, really good? Log on to dopes. Do you think all medicine and authority should be relegated into one magical individual who just tells you what to do forever? Well, now that's a reality. Log on to dopes. 
at www.dopeyouradope.com, you don't ever have to think again. Dopes, it's what everyone wants to be. All right, well, good thing we have people to think for us. What else you got, Tony? Well, Tony, have you heard of necrobotics? Oh, Jesus, no. Well, Rice, Uni- Rice University is using dead spiders for science. They're actually bringing <laughs> them back to life with artificial intelligence. Can you believe that? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, hold on. They're not actually bringing them back to life. They're, they're reanimating them, but they're, yeah. not, they're not alive, right? They're not alive, no. Okay. They have no soul. They have no soul? <laughs> I, wish, I wish this story was like, students at Rice University are eating as many spiders as they can fit in their mouth. <laughs> All right. Um, so what are they doing with these spiders? This is wonderful. This is great news. I mean, it's, it's kind of pointless. So far, they really just turned them into claw machines. So, But can they walk around? No. Basically, what they've done so far is hooked it up to this machine that turns it into, like, a claw that can grab things. Like, you know those little toy hands that you squeeze and you yeah. can grab stuff with it? That's pretty neat. That's sort well, of like that with a real spider. That's sort of like running a big electrical current through a dead body and watching it just like flop around and convulse and be like, "Look, we reanimated this body." <laughs> yeah, except they don't know which is creepier. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, looking forward to necrobots uh, at a grocery store near you. Yeah. What the hell am I gonna use that for? I'll buy one though. I mean, like, it's if they can make parts of it clench and stuff. My question is. I guess probably they're using arachnids because they don't have a lot of soft tissue that can decompose, right? And so they can they can really use the chitinous scale, uh, sh- uh, shell to, you know, just like a machine. But I, I guarantee you they'll get to the point where they can make that shit walk around, and then it'll ju- be just like Minority Report. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Thanks, Tone. <sighs> Of course, Tony. That is really arachnophantastic. I love that word, Tony. Uh, <laughs> you know, speaking of AI, have you heard of the line? The what? The line. The what? The line. The what? Like I Walk the Line by Johnny Cash, Tony. The what? It's the thing that you draw with a pencil and it's straight. The what? It's a short shortest distance from point A to point B. The what? It's what you snore it off a stripper's tits. Oh, the line. Okay, go ahead. Yes. (laughs) So anyways, Tony, did you hear about the line? What's the line? It's a proposed smart linear city in Saudi Arabia. The 170 kilometer long city is part of the Saudi Vision 2030 project, which the Saudi Arabia claims will create 380,000 jobs and add 48 billion to the country's GDP. The line will be the first development in Neom, a planned 500 billion city, and the city plans to populate at least 9 million people. So they're just going to put a bunch of houses in a row? They're yeah, they're going to put this basically this giant shopping mall. It's the biggest it's the biggest strip mall ever created. Yeah, a huge indoor strip mall covered in mirrors and <laughs> Everyone's going to have their, their smart chips implanted. So, 
be constantly tracked and monitored and not buy stuff if they haven't been a good little boy so or you, woman. So, well, no, they're not going to let women. This Saudi Arabia. They, they're not going to let women buy anything ever. Um, but so you can just go right from Fuddruckers to Fuddruckers to Fuddruckers? <laughs> Listen, Tony, if they got a Bucky's in there, I'll be making my way over there soon. You can go from Fuddruckers to Dave and Buster's and then right to the next Fuddruckers and then back to Dave and Buster's. Wow, that sounds really fantastic. Yeah, I just the, the juxtaposition, the imagery of this giant, monolith looking thing in the middle of the desert it's just kind of unnatural and creepy well i hope that goes well for them because they sure could use the money what else do you got for us tony uh let's see tones there's been a whole lot going on lately in the world it's just so hard to keep up but you know here on dystopia now you don't have to worry about that because we do it for you so just the other day tony a mysterious metallic orb falls on mexico it may contain valuable information says some crazy meteorologists what what news source reported this <laughs> hold on you'll be surprised tony straight out of freaking newsweek you know newsweek probably not space debris mystery remains over metallic orb found in tree a popular Mexican weather reporter has stirred attention on social media after he posted photographs on Facebook of a large sphere that he said falled out of the sky. Falled? Into a, fell. <laughs> Fallen out of the sky and into a tree near the city of Veracruz. No one knows what the orb is, with experts saying it's unlikely to be bits of space junk. But on August 1st, this uh, lady named Luna, who runs popular social media accounts in which... Or no, it's a guy, sorry. Isidro Cano Luna, who runs popular social media accounts in which he makes videos on weather in Mexico, released photos of a strange object dated to July 31st. Though dark and blurry, the photos appear to show how <laughs> the sphere, which also appears to have at least one antenna-like pole sticking out of it, land on top of a tree. God. Uh, the fact that Newsweek would report this, it's like... Oh wow, Tony! That certainly sounds Jetsonian. Yeah, well, I think twenty twenty two is the year that uh, the Jetson guy was born. Oh, George. Yeah, George Jetson. I'm pretty sure he was born in twenty twenty two. Well, we'll have to check that out with our fact checking sponsor. I am the Dopes Robot. I represent the Unite, 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 United Nations. George Jetson was born in 2022. Any further inquiries will result in debits from your blood account. You are down to one blood. Thank you. George, is that you? Sure, honey, and I found Rosie and I brought her back home this day. She wants to know how much we charge her to let her work for us. <laughs> Don't be silly, Rosie. You are worth your weight in leftovers. Thank you. And I love you people, too. It's time to blast off for Dreamland. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Good night, ma'am. You too, George. Come on, all of you. Yes, ma'am. Beep, beep. Thank you, ma'am. Beep, beep. Good night, ma'am. Uh, Mom. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Beep. Well, that's what I'm raising. A family of beep, beep, nicks. Hey, thanks, UN. Wow, fascinating. What's next, Tone? Also speaking of AI, 
Max Headroom reboot is coming soon to uh, AMC Networks. That's amazing. You know what? That reminds me of our other fact-checking website, Facts in Your Bedroom. Who wants privacy? Not me. With the new obligatory service provided to you obligatorily from the United United Nations, you now have a complexa robot telling you facts in your bedroom. Come on, baby, I'm sure it's eight inches. It is only 5.3 inches. Oh! Complexa Robot, brought to you by the United 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 Nations. <laughs> hey, thanks, UN. Facts in your bedroom. Uh, coming out of the Washington Post, Tony. Sandy Hook lawyers say Alex Jones' attorneys accidentally gave them his phone contents. That's dark. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about that? So do you think the United Nations is just showing what they will do to people who act like Alex Jones and say the things he says? Fucking A. That's exactly what's happening. They're making an example of him, for sure. I mean, like, how long do you think it is till the United Nations is cruising around our country enforcing, like, theological laws? It's a good question, Tony. Might have to make a move to the line. To the line? The what? The... (laughs) (laughs) I like it, you almost fell for it Listen, it's the thing you're crossing right now, Tony Wow, fascinating, Nick Uh, Anything else? Anything uh, Anything on zombies? You know, Tony, I'm not sure if we've had any more zombie news lately I think uh, the world's taking a break from that for a bit For 30 or 40 seconds? The Not History Channel and the Not Discovery Channel present to you the Zombie Network. All zombies, all the time. Zombie sharks, zombie spiders, even zombie people. Zombie Network, 24 hours a day, 803, 756 days a week. Zombie Network. And in other zombie news... I found an interesting article from Forbes from uh, June. It says, whether it's COVID, monkeypox, or a zombie apocalypse, here's how to investigate a new epidemic. Oh, they're telling you how to investigate it. Man, they are yeah. all over this think control right now, aren't they? Yes, Tony. So epidemiologists around the country track disease activity at county, city, and state health departments and the CDC. Warning of a possible new epidemic outbreak can come in through a phone call, an email, a news report or a view of routine disease surveillance data. It's just basically saying, trust us, don't think for yourself. Yeah, so step one, confirm an outbreak is actually occurring. Step two, make a diagnosis. Step three, develop a case definition. Step four, count how many people are impacted. Step five, assess what's known about the new cases. Step six, lock yourself in your house. Is that really on there? Step seven, load your guns. Is that really on there? Shut up. Step go to war with the zombies no this is so coming out of npr the pentagon established an office to track ufos what could we learn yeah i did i did hear a lot of ufo talk and uh joe rogan had what's that guy's name james corbin james jeremy corbell yes he was on rogan today talking talking up the aliens again 
talking up to aliens. You know what I think, Tony? I think uh, with all this bull crap about AI discovering its new form of physics, um, that was another news article, AI uh, doing all sorts of weird stuff, and this orb falling from the sky. I think they're really just trying to push the, uh, wow, we live in sci-fi world narrative. It's like they're trying to break our heads now. Like I, I, I've this is unprecedented malarkey, you know they they're really going bonkers with just m- m- like nonsense and madness. I think, uh, yeah, it really is a perfect chemical concoction to create the brave new world. You know, people are going to become so overwhelmed with uh, future shock or informational overload that they're just going to be they're going to willingly take the metaphors pill so they can bliss out. Yeah, that might be it, man. Like They just want to make it intolerable, so you just put on the headset. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what's interesting, though? People like us, we're going to be like, this isn't intolerable. This is awesome. Way more interesting than fucking anything a computer can make. Yeah, trees and uh, these bugs. Yeah, we have arachnids that are fucking digitally controlled, trying to fuck, like, zombieing around. You know, your mouth is just full of bugs all the time. I mean, that's just yeah, awesome. Like, the AI spiders, they're the ones who are going to be running the, you know, they're going to be the admins of the metaverse. Yeah, I mean, they'll just be in your mouth, they'll be in your butt, they'll be everywhere. Good things ahead, Tony. Love to hear it. You sound really excited about it, Nick, and I am too. Well, you heard it here, probably not first, but pretty quickly. Thanks for tuning in to Dystopia Now. Nick, do you have a hot take to, to leave us with? A what? A hot take. A sweepstake? No, no, a hot take. A uh, clam bake? Tony. <laughs> no, no, yeah. a, hot, a hot take, Tony. A hot uh, steak? No, no, a hot take. A kate, like the, the mythical goddess of uh, chaos? No, 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 a hot take. Red hot bubblegum? Hot take. Yellow cake. A, a hot take. Like so, like when something's too hot, but you t- take it anyway and it burns your hands. Something like that. I don't, no, I don't care those things around with me. Ah, <laughs> uh, Thanks for that hot take, Tony. You heard it here pretty quick. Thanks for tuning in to Dystopia Now. I'm your senior correspondent, Maverick Matthews, and in the field... Our field correspondent, Nick Hinton. See ya, fuckers. Ah, wonderful. Signing off for Dystopia Now. Yeah, well, you know, it's an off day for me, Tony.